Captain Charles Luanga and his companions who were martyred by a king called Muwanga of Uganda. Was a young Christian who was devout and who had great faith in the word of God. He is an African. He lived in the context of the African culture. And he did not allow his faith to be swallowed up by the predominant culture of his time. And that is what it's supposed to be. And the king, Mwanga, had joined a cult that propagates itself through homosexuality. That is men sleeping with men. So that cult energizes itself, its wicked and perverse ministry by homosexuality. And St. Charles was his aide, if you like. They call it a personage. Like his right hand man. The guy who organizes everything in the house. And the man tries to engage him and his companions who were part of those serving at the court of the king. But the young man told the king, sorry, I can't do this. The man said, why? He said, because of my faith. My faith stands against this. It is sin against God. And the king tried to persuade him many ways to yield. And tried to also persuade his companions in the, in the courtyard of the king to get involved with this cultic practice. And the king threatened him. I will kill you. You don't have the right to kill you. And Charles resisted. On account of this, the king persecuted them terribly. Got Charles arrested, tortured, and killed him. As a lesson for others. But the king didn't know that even others had contacted that contagious sickness called the gospel. And they, all of them too said that where Charles has gone to will follow suit. And that's how all of them were killed. When we celebrate the life of saints, it challenges a lot. What has your faith challenged in the culture you met? You were born into the Igbo culture, into the Gala culture, into the Yoruba culture, and all that. We live in a world where we see a lot of things go on every day. Different cultures are rising. We have cultures where parents push their daughters, go and marry, others are married, finish. What are you doing here? And the mount pressure on the young girls to just go there and catch any man. Some parents even go to the point of helping them to make charms that will catch men. It has become a system now. And many young girls who are not married become 
as if they are, they are, they are outcasts in a society where you know, others are married and they are not married. Forgetting too that we have single states. And because of that, many of them have been pushed to do things that they are not supposed to do. What is our gospel doing to our lives? If the gospel we have received have not been able to define your values, your ethics, and your morality, it means you have not been evangelized. And when it defines your ethics, defines your value, defines your morality, the first thing it attacks is your culture. And we know very well that most of our culture still dominate our hearts more than the gospel. We still obey the law of the land and what our culture says more than what the gospel says. Praise the Lord. And with that, we cannot stand for Christ. It's a culture in our time that kings, just like where I worked many years ago before I came to Abuja here, Witchcraft is a culture. You can't be a king without partaking of the witchcraft portion. And part of the movement is that when you become a king, other kings will donate human beings in their own kingdom for you, up to ten heads. People will be dying strangely in their lands. Which later, you, you begin to pay back. You begin to pay back. And they kill people. And the priests who worked there for many years tried to insinuate them to you start using cows. And they laughed at him. They collected the cow, they ate it, but they continue what they are doing. There are places where as people are born, they are dedicated to shrines. Some of us who are still here, eh, all of us, we point to those cultures. And even, they even give you the name of the shrine sometimes. And they cut your body. Eh? They go and burn things. You don't know what they burn. Either maybe they foul, they use uh, something, they burn it, and they get the ashes, and when they uh, jab you with a razor blade, they use that ashes and make a covenant between you and that demonic spirit. And those begin to influence us. And when you, you, are, you are challenged, when you have a serious challenge your life and things are so difficult, they tell you, come back home. Let us go and look for the reason for this. And when they do that, they trace your SIM card, which they gave that day, they wrote that on you, and trace your God, and your God will be saying, I need a goat, I need a 12 twice of yam, and a white cock, and this. That without it, this your trouble will continue from ages to ages. And you see Christians say, ah, I'm a Christian. I'm baptized. I don't do such things. But take money and go and do for me. And with that, we sell our allegiance to demonic spirits. But today, St. Charles, Luanga, challenges us again as Africans who are so entrenched in our culture, who believe in our culture so much. We defend it. This is how we do it in our land. Church doesn't come to this point. You have not been evangelized yet. You have not received the spirit of Christ yet. If your faith does not challenge the culture where you are born into, you have not started. 
Quote me anywhere. <laughs> Quote me anywhere. We try to bring in ecumenism. Okay, bring our culture should be. Uh, forget it. No, they have. They don't have the same foundation. Because what powers most of our culture are not rooted in God. The civilization behind some of our cultures are not of God. Today, this man died for the new culture he has received in Christ and his companions. And 1.6 billion, 1.7 billion Catholics today all over the world honors them. That's a light for us, people of God. Mind how you engage yourself entrenched with culture and tradition. There's one that is also very, that is very much in vogue now, and Catholics are rushing to it, and for them, they feel that that's relevance, taking title. Whether they call it also title or other type of titles, you go, and these people who are not Christians do all kinds of things, and they close you and say, no, this is how we do it in our culture. What connection has light with what? Darkness. And because we lack proper spirit of discernment, we don't even see what they do. But they know what they are doing. Why they have given a new name in Christ, in baptism? They give their own name too. And when you die, they will come and do their own thing too. They come and honor you. They will honor you in your grave. Those who are not Christians, they will come and honor you in their own language, which you don't know. And we think it's relevant. We think it's important. How can you take the highest title in baptism? Do you know what it is to be baptized in Christ? God gave me a name as above every name. So anybody who is baptized to him has entered a, a chieftain's title in the spirit that is higher than every other one. Any other title you are taking is Baradash. A Christian who goes to yield himself to be initiated again to anything lacks understanding. And many are finding it as if it's intimate today and they are going to it. And then they are saying all kinds of things. You know, they have their language. They have their way of doing things. They have their way of greeting. They have... Who's, who inspires those things? St. Charles today, his death provokes again our eyes to see clearly how we allow culture that is rooted in some demonic you know, uh, strongholds to rule our hearts as Christians. And if we want to keep the fire burning, then we should be ready to suffer, to defend the new culture we receive in Christ Jesus. Jesus said, I'm sending you as a light. And we must shine like St. Charles. In all circumstances. We're not here to please men. We're not here to please people. We're not here to please our people. If you want to please your people and please God, you cannot. It's either you please your people and displease God, or you please God and displease men. And Peter said it. You know, who shall we please? So I just want to pray that our eyes be open to the commitment that is demanded of us as Christians in our current generation, and allow ourselves to be used by God's instrument to go to advance his light in the hearts of men through Christ our Lord.